On today's Smart 7, Suella's speech condemned by the UN, Joe Biden hits the picket line and lots more. It's Wednesday the 27th of September. It's National Fitness Day and happy birthday, Avril Lavigne. The Smart 7. It's news, but not for news. Home Secretary Suella Braverman headed to Washington on Tuesday. She gave a speech on refugees at the American Enterprise Institute in a move that some saw as her opening bid to be the next Tory leader. The speech recycles some of the stop the small boat rhetoric she's used before, but escalated matters by claiming illegal migration poses an existential challenge by the institutions of the West. She says the UN's 1951 Convention on Refugees needs to be reformed and redefined. Where individuals are being persecuted, it is right that we offer sanctuary. But we will not be able to sustain an asylum system if, in effect, simply being gay or fearful of discrimination in your country of origin is sufficient to qualify for protection. Her speech was immediately condemned by the UNHCR and by Amnesty International, who accused her of cynicism and xenophobia. Labour's shadow Home Secretary Yvette Cooper also condemned the speech and accused Braverman of trying to divert attention from the Tories' failure to process asylum applications. To try and target uh, lesbian and gay people is just trying to distract people from her own failure, where she should instead be getting a grip rather than ramping up the rhetoric and focusing on her failure to tackle the criminal gangs. Labour's Annalise Dodds said that they have a clear plan to tackle the backlog and resolve the issues here at home. We think it's really important that we've got a system that's fair and that's firm as well. We don't have either under the Conservatives. Conference season has begun with the Lib Dems in Bournemouth, the Tories heading to Manchester at the weekend and Labour in Liverpool the week after. Lib Dem leader Ed Davey gave his speech on Tuesday afternoon and opened with one of his trademark dad jokes after a complaint from a Lib Dem member who took offence after Ed called the Tories clowns. Let me take this opportunity to apologise to the whole clowning community. I'm sorry I used the wrong C word. So let me, let me try again. It's time to get these Conservatives out of number 10. He also had some more serious points to make, including a pledge to make cancer treatment within two months of diagnosis a legal right. He was also fiercely critical of the way the current government have run the NHS and listed the many failures that have led to record waiting times. The Conservatives have broken promise after promise on the NHS. All a total con. Perhaps there should be a warning on the ballot paper. Voting Conservative is bad for your health. Russia's drone and missile strikes continue to target Ukraine's grain import infrastructure as the battle to break through Russian lines continues in the south, with some cracks showing in the pro-Ukraine alliance and arguments in the US Republican Party about the future defence spending. There's been a sense of urgency in President Zelensky's latest pleas for support. But German Foreign Minister Annalena Baerbock spoke to CNN and she says that Europe and the UN are not going to waver. Many, many countries around the world see this is not only about Ukraine, this is not only about peace in Europe. If we allow one dictator to overrule all our peaceful rights, 
Meanwhile, in Canada, an unfortunate incident which saw members of Parliament give not one but two standing ovations to a 98-year-old Ukrainian man has now led to the resignation of the Speaker of the Canadian Parliament. Anthony Rota stepped down after he invited the man who actually fought with the Nazis in World War II to an event with President Zelensky. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau didn't sound too impressed. The Speaker has uh, acknowledged his mistake uh, and has apologised. Uh, but this is something that is deeply embarrassing to the Parliament of Canada and, by extension, to all Canadians. Tuesday saw a New York judge rule that Donald Trump had repeatedly exaggerated his wealth and committed fraud as he built his real estate empire. That sets up a civil trial next week to assess what penalties Trump should face. Meanwhile, Joe Biden lived up to his word on Tuesday as he flew to Michigan to join the striking workers on the picket line. Members of the United Auto Workers have been on strike at three major car manufacturers since early September. They're looking for a restoration of pay and conditions that were cut when Obama's government had to bail out the auto industry. Biden is firmly a union man and he was happy to make history as the first president to pick up the megaphone. Wall Street didn't build the country, the middle class built the country. Built the middle class. That's a fact. So let's keep going. You deserve what you've earned and you've earned a hell of a lot more than you're getting paid now. So the Cumulus might have a Man United in Carabao Cup action and Rick and Morty return. Right after this. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome back. Tuesday night saw Carabao Cup action with seven games and a good few surprises. Wolves got knocked out by Ipswich, who won 3-2. Luton lost 1-0 to Exeter. Less surprisingly, Salford City got knocked out by Burnley, who won 4-0. And Man United managed a 3-0 win over Crystal Palace. The two sides are due to play again in the Premier League this Saturday. And Crystal Palace's Roy Hodgson wasn't really looking forward to their next meeting. And we have to accept that we're out of the Carabao Cup and Man United go on and We've now got a few days to lick our wounds in, in that respect and make certain that when we come up on Saturday we can give a better account of ourselves. Take that are back, but the boy band that became a man band is now probably on its way to a granddad band and down to just three members. Gary Barlow, Mark Owen and Howard Donald are hitting the road in 2024 to promote their new album called This Life. With dates from Dublin to London and all across the UK, they popped up on the one show to give fans a teaser for what to expect. Howard, who's bouncing back from some poorly judged social posts in the summer, says it'll be a good day out. We're just super excited. I mean, that's like the icing on the cake. You do your you know, you do your album, you do your promo, and then at the end of it all, you do the tour. And I think we, we just love it when people come and they leave and they have happy faces. Yeah. 
For a while, it looked like Rick and Morty might never make it to season seven. The hit adult swim comedy show, which has won two Emmys and had over 19 million viewers in 2022 in the US, almost got cancelled. Co-creator Justin Roiland was charged with felony domestic abuse and then a series of revelations about abusive texts to fans saw him leave the show. He was the voice of both Rick and Morty, so the roles had to be recast. Now it's back for a new season on E4 in October, but they won't tell us who the new voices are. Do we know anyone sober? Have you been drinking? On a Thursday? How long does a society take to collapse? Let's find out. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes, we'll give you the world.